0: Kiri with the God Has His Podcast, where we lean on God for understanding, direction, and encouragement. Have you ever felt alone, disconnected, isolated from friends, family, or even God? Over my life, I can think of many times when disappointment, fear, or stressful situation spiral me into a sense of aloneness. I will wrestle and dwell with an issue and convince myself that no one understands or cares about what I'm going through. I then gradually withdraw from friends, family, and God, which results in me feeling like I'm in a bubble of sorts. People are physically close to me, but so far away. I had one of those experiences three years ago when I had a health scare. During this time of uncertainty, I was so afraid and alone. People said they were concerned, but in my mind, they couldn't understand what I was going through. The fear and anxiety weighed so heavy on me, and I had this sense of being all alone. Now, I'll share a little more of those details about this season in my life in a few minutes. But can you relate? Have you ever had times in your life when you felt all alone, like there isn't anyone who cares or anyone to lean on? or when the difficulties and stresses of life cause you to disconnect from the world. As I've grown as a believer in Christ and have studied the Bible, I have learned there are a lot of promises that God has given us. One of my favorites, and one I rely on regularly, is the promise that God will not leave us or forsake us. Now, the word leave means to go away from. Meaning, I might leave you for a period of time, but I will come back. Whereas the word forsake means to abandon and never come back. So understanding these two words gives me a clearer view of what God is saying. He isn't going to abandon me or even leave me for a short period of time. He is always with me. Now, in the beginning of time, we see God was with his people and promised he wouldn't leave or forsake them. We see this in the lives of Adam and Eve, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua. He was with the judges, the prophets, and the kings. As you read through scripture, you will notice every story and message includes God communicating his presence with his people. He instructed, He protected, He fed, He guided, He loved His people. He didn't leave them or forsake them, no matter how disobedient or stiff-necked they were. And the great news is, He still does it today. Now, in the first books of the New Testament, we meet Jesus, who is the Son of God, but also a normal man. He grows up like any other Jewish boy, but when he turns 30, we see he is commissioned to ministry. He is baptized by John, who's also referred to as John the Baptist. And we see that in Luke 3 22 and 23. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. God reveals He is dwelling with His people in a very special way through Jesus. As a man full of the Holy Spirit, we see Him heal, teach, forgive, and love many types of people. We experience the goodness and kindness of God through Jesus, who is filled with the Holy Spirit. Toward the end of Jesus' life, he foretells his death and resurrection to the disciples. Jesus tells them he must leave, but he will send the Holy Spirit to them. The advocate, the spirit of truth, will guide them. As you continue to read through John 16, you learn how fearful the disciples were to be alone. I mean, they had just invested three years with him. They were comforted and protected and taught, guided, and now Jesus was leaving them? I mean, what would they do now that they were all alone? At least they thought they were going to be all alone. So fast forward. Everything happens as Jesus says it does. He is arrested, suffered intense beatings, ridiculed, mocked, crucified, and resurrected three days later. Now there's some details on leaving out after the resurrection. But to make this fast, resurrected Jesus meets up with the disciples. Now can you imagine how ecstatic they were to see him? He is with them for 40 days and then gives them instructions before he departs about the Holy Spirit. Remember, Before Jesus' death, He told them about His resurrection and the sending of His Holy Spirit. They experienced and saw the resurrected Jesus, and now they were about to experience the Holy Spirit. Now, this is very important for us today in regard to God never leaving us or forsaking us. In Acts 1, 3-5, Jesus tells the disciples to not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. How cool is this? We've now come full circle. The same Spirit which came upon Jesus three years earlier when John the Baptist baptized him, that will now be given to the disciples. Wow. As we continue into Acts 2, everything unfolds. And I highly encourage you to read it all, but here are just some of the highlights. Acts 2, 1-4. through So when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each one of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Many thought the Israelites were drunk, but Peter responded, No, this is what the prophet Joel spoke of, that God's Spirit will be poured out on all people. Peter said to the crowd, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about three thousand were added to their number that day. What a day the disciples had. I mean, can you really imagine how they felt? I mean, it was like everything that Jesus had taught them, they understood it all on that day. Well, it didn't stop on Pentecost. Everyone from that time on who believed in Jesus, meaning those who repented and asked for forgiveness of their sins, they received the Holy Spirit of God which means they will never walk alone. And this is available to me and to you today. For those who put their trust in Him, He is always with you. You might not communicate with Him regularly. You might not listen to His guidance and direction. and You might forget to ask Him for help, but that doesn't mean He isn't with you. As I mentioned earlier, I had a health scare three years ago. After taking medication, I had an allergic reaction and found myself struggling to keep my eyesight. This resulted in emergency surgery and appointments with numerous specialists and ultimately eight additional surgeries. Every appointment seemed to offer a glimmer of hope, only to be darkened by pain and worsening conditions. All the thoughts and concerns would roll through my mind. How was I going to continue to serve if I couldn't see? How could I live being so dependent on others? How can I go from planning conferences and worship events to planning for blindness? The sense of aloneness, sadness, and grief was so overpowering because I allowed the fear of the unknown to encompass me. I was told friends were praying day and night for me, but I literally and spiritually couldn't see them. I remember lying in my bed, crying because the pain was so intense and of the high possibility of losing my eyesight. I was so caught up in my issues, my pain, my concerns. I didn't take the time to talk to God about my situation. It was at this point I began to pray, and I heard the Lord clearly say to me in my mind, I am here with you. I am walking alongside of you, protecting you. I have brought you this far, and I will not leave you or forsake you. I can't even begin to tell you how much peace came over me in those moments. I knew no matter what the outcome was going to be, God was with me, and we would walk through this together. I'm happy to report after three years, my eyesight has been restored. I learned so much in this season, but the most important lesson was that God is with me all the time. And he is the only one who can give me peace. All I need to do is ask. Now, if you have asked Jesus into your heart, even if it's been years ago, and you feel like he has left you or doesn't care about you and what you're going through, I want to encourage you to stop right now and ask him to speak to you in your heart and in your mind. He will uplift you. And He will encourage you. And He will radiate love. And if you haven't asked God to rule in your mind and heart, you can do it right now. It is simple. Just talk to God like you would a friend. Just tell God, I feel alone and afraid. I don't know how to find you except to just speak to you like you are here. I can't keep making the same mistakes, God, and bad choices, And I need you to direct my life. I want your forgiveness. I believe you died to rescue me, and I desire for you to send me your Holy Spirit so I will never be alone. Come fill my broken heart. I openly invite you to take over my life. Amen. Remember, y'all, God has your yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And He is always with you, and He will never leave or forsake you. Today's scripture references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please click the subscribe button. And remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.